So today I'm joined by a special guest, Leticia, at Bookish Girl Magic. So that's at Bookish Girl Magic. And I'm so excited to have you again for another book club segment on my show, Raise Your Words. Leticia is an early childhood and she also recently hit a thousand followers on her Instagram page. You can follow her at Bookish Girl Magic on Instagram. That's at Bookish Girl Magic. We're going to pour ourselves a cup of chai and talk about all of our fictional crushes. Thank you so much for joining me, Leticia. So since this is the movie Always and Forever, Flora Jean will be out by the time everyone's listening to this. Do you ever read the books? And if yes, what was your favorite and least favorite part? I read all of them and when I read the first book I actually was very upset because I didn't think to get the other two books and so the the fantasy was a little broken up by another book but I really enjoyed um the fake dating part that became very very real and I did not enjoy I didn't enjoy how her older sister handled things with their neighbor I thought it was kind of like a a little immature how she went about it being that she was the older sibling and always had this very like I know more than you sort of attitude and I'm saying that as an older sibling, I have that attitude myself. So I understood where she was coming from. That like how she handled the ending of that relationship wasn't cute, especially for the level of involvement that the neighbor had in their family life. You know, like when you have somebody around that much, you want things to be a little bit cleaner than that. I hated the fact that she ghosted him. Just like, you've known the guy for two years, you've been in a relationship, and then you just dump him out of the blue. That makes no sense. But I mean, I guess love doesn't always make sense. And it was out of the whole like, oh, I'm going away to college thing, and you're still going to be here. As if people don't continue relationships from high school and college. I was not one of those people, but I know people who have done it and people who have like been with the same person since high school. It's a thing and it's something that wouldn't have been bad to explore, you know, like showing, showing teens that like, it's absolutely possible to meet your person in high school and still be with that person. Um, But that's not the route that Jenny went Jenny Han went and and I respect that too because I mean it does happen um sometimes it's messy sometimes it's not my own personal like breakup with my high school sweetheart like it wasn't super messy but it wasn't it wasn't the best either it wasn't handled the best he's married now the kid and so I don't see any issue like we like there's no hard feelings there. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you have a favorite character or a quote from the series? I can't think I can't think of quotes, but I loved um I loved her younger sister. Kitty? Yeah, Kitty was like she was I mean, I had times where I really wanted to like 
to like put her in a headlock because <laughs> she did way too much. But I really, I liked how like she was sometimes like that voice of wisdom because we oftentimes for younger kids know more than we give them credit for. We don't like acknowledge that they too are, you know, like they, they're observing they are very much so like, okay, I see this going on in my environment. Let's like, this is what I've gathered from it. So I think that like acknowledging that kids can have insight into things is like very, very, exactly. very important. I really like. Obviously, aside from the obvious Laura Jean, I really liked John Ambrose McLaren when he showed up in the sequel my favorite um but as far as like Laura Jean as a character like she's like so like I wasn't annoyed by her like I am usually with like romance protagonists but I thought like the way she was written like it felt very relatable and quirky and I love that yeah because who hasn't had like who didn't have crushes in high school or like the casting for Stormy wasn't doing it for me. It wasn't. I expected like, so much more. I don't know. I would have been happy if like Meryl Streep or just like somebody else played Stormy. Yeah. I need it like it needed it had to be somebody who was like had Dolly Parton, big boobs. Like this is how like when I read Stormy, I was imagining someone who looked like Dolly Parton. And so, like, somebody who had a lot of sex appeal for her age and, like, was very, like, obnoxious and had a lot of, like, you know, double entendres in, like... Bigger than that, kind of. Yeah, and I wasn't getting any of that from from who they casted. Not saying that she's a bad actress. She's She's such an amazing actress. I don't know her name, but... I just can't, like, it just wasn't, it wasn't for me. Like, it, yeah. her, like her character wasn't for me. Um, and I think because I just loved, um, I loved, uh, it's, um, what is his name? I'm, like, seeing it and I'm blanking, but. John I, Ambrose? No, for um, Peter's character. Oh, um, Noah Centineo. Yeah, no, like. Noah, I just fell in love with his character from from the first book, and I was just like, I don't want anybody to come between them. <laughs> like, I don't like no, 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 no. I like, honestly no. like I don't mind love triangles as long as they do it well. I yeah. think like to all the boys was just done in like such a sweet and like caring way that it was just like, oh, this is so cute. Whereas usually I'm like really annoyed by the love triangles and like, why can't she just pick the one I want her to pick? Yeah. <laughs> this one was one where I was just like, oh, I hope all of them are happy in this. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I wanted, I wanted somebody for John because he seemed really sweet, but I just didn't see that person being Laura. And I was okay. okay with that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I was totally okay with that. <laughs> okay, great. So I don't know if you have read, this is kind of Jenny Han's lesser known series, but have you ever read The Summer I Turned Pretty? I did not read The Summer I Turned Pretty and I wanted to pick up 
those books and I just, uh, for money reasons, I did not pick them up, but eventually I'm sure I will read them because I did really love to all the boys I've loved before, but I, um, I've been trying to be wiser in my spending and also like prioritizing what books to get. And um, it's not super high up on the list. Makes sense. Yeah, I would definitely say out of all of Jenny Han's books, like that series, while it's very loved, it's also, it kind of reads as a Wattpad story, not going to lie, just a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, but the story itself, like, if you eventually get around to either picking it up at a local library or something, I would recommend reading it, but I wouldn't put it as like a top priority. Yeah. Um, but that's just my opinion. That's okay. Um, but yeah, so that kind of brings us to the next book, which is Makeup Breakup, and it's by Lily Menon or Sandhya Menon. Yeah. And it's basically her first adult rom-com. And we're both basically a part of this one squad which is her instagram street team mm-hmm. for the launch of makeup breakup and both of us received arcs for this or advanced readers copies for those who are not in the book community and in this book annika i believe her name's annika right yeah it's um, annika. so she basically has an app called makeup which helps to repair like failed romantic relationships and on the other hand hudson has an app called Breakup, which is known as an Uber for breakups. And it's basically more popular than Annika's app. And these two are basically rivals um, in the professional field. And essentially, could the creator of Breakup teach her what true love's really about? And I just wanted to ask, what was your favorite and least favorite part of the book? Um, My favorite part is when she like visits her dad because her dad is like super sweet and um, you can tell like he loves his daughter so much. I love those sorts of relationships where um, fathers and daughters have like this really um, cohesive and special sort of bond per se, but I felt like she could have been more petty, <laughs> but that's me. I'm, I am super duper uber like if I wore a cape it would definitely be for being petty like that's (laughs) my level of petty and so I would have wanted more of that but um that's not who Lily slash Sandia is like I mean she has a level of petty but not my level of petty and that's okay though like because one of us has to be like super huffle and I'm <laughs> not super huffle I'm hu- I'm I'm like moderate huffle with a, like a, a touch of like Slytherin or even claw you know like that's me yeah I would definitely say like I thought like the nerd uh the nerd gun water fight that was like one of my favorite scenes in the book but I would say like I have to admit, like, I was not a huge fan of Anika. Like, I really liked Hudson, but Anika kind of irritated me at points. Um, but overall, I thought it was a cute romantic book. But, and it, like, as a debut adult rom-com, it's definitely something I would keep an eye, like, I would keep an eye out for her other books and, like, read those as well. She talked about her next book a little bit 
in the VIP um, Zoom call that took place like two hours ago. And I'm really excited about it. I don't know what can or can't be said about it right now, but I think it'll be even even more adult than um, makeup than the first book. Yeah, because even from like because she read like a first the first few pages of it, and like right off the bat, it had like a lot more like it had more adult basis to it than like you know than makeup breakup did. I, in my opinion, it did. Makes sense. And I could see that too, but especially since Sandhya started out writing like YA books. Yeah. Um, and some of my favorite YA books, like When Dimple Met Rishi and yeah. uh, There's Something About Sweetie and that whole series. Yes. Um, and then moved on to Makeup Breakup and uh, Makeup Breakup is her first adult rom-com. So I can definitely see the potential for more... Um, mature scenes or more mature characters in her future adult books, which I'm so excited for. Um, and then I also wanted to know, what was your favorite or least favorite like character or I guess in Makeup Breakup? And it can my, be a side character or a main yeah. character. My favorite character was her best friend, June, because she like kept it real 100% every time, all the time, and was like, very on top of her stuff and she wasn't she was always like a solid support system like she wasn't just like oh we're I'm doing things this way because I have this level of privilege like she 100% acknowledged um Annika as the creator of the app of the idea of the app and like showed her the level of respect that she deserves on that and like always deferred to her rather than like just doing things because she felt it was the right thing to do. I liked that. More they're bantering like throughout yeah. the book. Like that is something that I would have loved to see more of. I yeah. like really enjoyed the nerd nerf gun water fight. And like some of the other cute stuff that happened but yeah I just wish there was more of those those types of moments um which kind of brings us to our next book which is Reaper of the Souls yeah so okay so Reaper of Souls is the sequel to Kingdom of Souls um Kingdom of Souls is about a girl named Ara who is who is uh, from a background, from a tribe or tribes who have magic, but she does not possess magic. And she is willing to do just about anything to be able to wield magic. So she's going through these um, trials, so to speak, of trial so to speak of dealing with the repercussions of what she has to trade in order to feel this magic running through her body. And Reaper of Souls is a picking is picking up from where it left off. There are revelations from the first book um, that are talked about more in the second book and and what a continuation of what does it mean to have magic and what do you do with this magic? and also dealing with 
a ton of shenanigans along the way. She has like the dopest crew. Um, my favorite reject, like reject Stan forever. He like dealing with that love story, dealing with family issues. It it like has everything and yeah, I just I love Kingdom of Souls and I loved Reaper of Souls so much. So Reaper of Souls doesn't come out until um, the 16th of February. So yeah, there's time to read Kingdom of Souls before Reaper of Souls comes out. Nice. That actually sounds like a really good book and something I would love. Um, and I honestly have never read any of her books before. I don't feel like I would want to sacrifice a year of my life because I want to live for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I would sacrifice a little bit of this youthfulness in my face because I like me better when I'm with you. Super, some sort of super strength to like, and not just physically be strong, but like mentally be strong. So like mm -hmm. being able to lift things up with my mind or to like manipulate a body to like, to move the kind of the way that I want it to, not in a puppet, a puppet master sort of way, like an evil puppet master sort of way, but like say somebody is going to get hurt, like I'm going to move them out the way or help them with, some sort of fighting skill to be able to survive that sort of thing makes sense um and and, yeah what would you do for your family and or like best friends without question I would fight no <laughs> question I would fight tooth and nail if if somebody came at my family members or my best friends I I would I'd be ready to fight. I've absolutely have told people before um, that like, should you lay a hand on my mom or my sister, I will fight. I will I will cut you. Like I will cut you without hesitation. I will gladly wear an orange jumpsuit if you lay a hand on. Like I'm. That's one thing. I might not get along with like my family all the time, but that's one thing I won't ever budge on is that you don't put your hands on my family members. Like that's, that's not gonna fly for me. So the way that Ara is so super loyal to her family, like especially to her father, um, is something that I deeply, deeply related to. And the love that she has for her father Again, that kin that kindredness of of father and daughter, like I deeply connected it to, deeply connected to it, and loved it so much. And I think, in a way, thinking about it now, it reminds me a bit of my relationship with my grandfather. I have that with him, of like yeah. where no matter what, I knew he was proud of me, that he loved me without question, that I wouldn't if I needed a shoulder to lean on his would be there without you know without any sort of hesitation or reservation though he wasn't like the most affectionate person um that's just 
how Haitians are, period, I feel <laughs> like. But if you needed to, to talk about something, if you needed advice, if, if you just wanted to talk about books or travel, like he's the person to go to. And I, I loved that that's, that's how her, how her father was and that he was always willing to teach and to share. My grandfather is a, is such a big person on sharing stories and history and language. And, um, and I think that's a big part of why I love those sorts of relationships, because even if I don't have that with my dad, I absolutely had it with my grandfather. Makes yeah. sense. And that kind of brings us to our last book, which is We Free the Stars by Hafsa Faisal, which is also one of our mutually favorite books, which is great. Um, that was quite an ending. I it was. was so shocked. And so We Free the Stars recently made it to the New York Times bestselling list, which was amazing. And mm. it also... Um, Disclaimer, we're going to be discussing spoilers. So if you haven't read it yet, I recommend clicking out and then coming back when you have. Um, for those of you who don't know though, We Free the Stars is the final book in the Sands of Oaria duology. And the first one is called We Hunt the Flame. So basically it's a Middle Eastern inspired fantasy. Safira is a huntress on a quest for a magical, for a magical artifact. Meanwhile, Nasir, is a prince who has been sent on a mission by his father, the Sultan, to kill the hunter, not knowing that the hunter is a woman. However, if the huntress is discovered to be a woman, then everything she's worked so hard for to do will be discredited simply because she's a woman. And so in this book, Altair is held captive by the lion and the Zimra must carry out his plan to defeat the lion. But they're low on resources and Zafir is battling with the Jawarat, a darkness that has the ability to push her towards the level of chaos that terrifies her. On the other hand, Nasir is working hard to discover how to hone his new magical abilities. He wants to learn how to do this so that he can conquer the lion and his father, who is also ensnared by the lion. In order to succeed, the Zumra has to make some sacrifices. But despite all the darkness, Nasir and Zafira have fallen in love. But time is running out, and it's hard to tell who will make it out alive. So honestly, the premise itself was amazing. And I was wondering, what were your thoughts on the book? I know you were one of the few lucky ones who got an arc of it. But yeah, so tell, uh, tell us more about that. So I, like I, I had told you I'm an influencer for Macmillan. And um, so I was able to get an arc because I am an influencer for them. And I had just read We Hunt the Flame. So I kind of got to go right back into the world with We, we Free the Stars. And I was like biting my nails the almost the entire time. It was I was just like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And just constantly like, they didn't have, I didn't have a printed copy. I had the e-arc and it was only the second e-book that I've ever read in, in my life. And just like flipping, flipping, flipping and highlighting on there and writing notes and being like, oh shit, or yes or like so many annotations for this book it was crazy like I haven't annotated a book like that since Sky was out and that's a Sky Beyond the Storm 
but this book was wow like it was so well written it was yeah it was and it wasn't it like I was dying though because like she didn't make like this wasn't a slow burn romance this was very like it was excruciating it was like I think I called it an excruciating inferno because it's just like you like I want them to have like these moments I want it to happen I want it to happen I want it to happen and it wouldn't happen and I like I DM'd Hafsa at one point I was just like when will they get their moment and they like and she's just like they will get their moment and I'm just like when because you're killing me right now like this is this hurts like it physically hurts and I think also because being in quarantine and being like living by myself and very little human interaction I'm just like somebody needs to get some sort of play here because it's clearly not me (laughs) I'm grown so I can say that And then I would say, like, what was your favorite uh, Zafira and Nasser moment? I loved when she was putting on the ointment on him. I thought that was, like, really funny. And, like, his response to her doing it. And then, like, also kind of what was going through her mind as she was doing it. And then, like, what she didn't realize how it could possibly look as it was happening. So I think that was that was a great moment so I have two moments and one happened in we hunt the flame it's the one where they go and get ice cream that was one of my favorite moments Mm -hmm. um and then in we free the stars there's a scene where she gets very jealous thinking that she he's with somebody else Mm -hmm. and (laughs) that whole part I just couldn't stop grinning yeah that was a great scene in that one and I really loved seeing the tension rise between the two and like all the drama that happened with just that scene alone. So I could like totally see how that could be as like how she could have seen it that way, but I was also like, this is kind of amusing. Oh, I'm sure he found it amusing too, because that's just in the Sears character. But he would feel the same way if she like, but he did feel the same way about Dean. She did thinking she did. about like how he was just like, oh, wh- who was this person really to her? And like seeing the ring on the necklace and yep. like, so it was just like, kind of like in a way she was getting a dose of that medicine, but I also don't think it was fair because she didn't have that same level of intimacy with Dean that he had with that person. And I forgot her name, but <laughs> I did too. Um. Do you have a character that you wish we got a POV from but didn't? Because I know this time around, we finally got Altair's perspective. And honestly, I loved seeing his perspective. Yeah. But yeah, do you have one that you wish we had? Lana! I loved her so much! And I was just like, Hafsa, can we get... Can we get like a fanfic or a novella with like, her? She just doesn't seem to be one for like nope. if they die, they're they're gone. They're no. not they're definitely not coming back. I feel like an epic book series would happen if Hafsa Faisal and Saba Tahir teamed up together, but then we'd also be in a lot of pain. So I don't know if I want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. I I I think that there's a threshold. And 
I am not trying to cross that threshold right now because I've already like read so many books that are like super heavy this year and I can't take very much right now. Yeah, I think the last one I read that was super heavy was We Free the Stars and I still haven't really moved on from that. <laughs> um, the last one that I read was um, American Batia, but it wasn't heavy. It was very, the relationship, the main relationship was very toxic. And so like, it just love it just barely leveled out because of the level of humor. It's phenomenal. It- I will check it out and let you know what I think. And that kind of brings us to the last bit, which thank you so much for joining me today. Honestly, this was so much fun. I hope you all enjoy the third book club segment and just to reiterate what I said earlier uh you can follow Leticia on Instagram at bookish girl magic and that's at bookish girl magic and then you also have a blog called bookish girl magic.com is that right bookish girl magic dot blog dot blog thank you so much we hope you enjoyed today's segment on raise your words stay tuned for more don't forget to like subscribe and rate us on apple Podcasts or whenever you're listening it from I like me better when I'm with you I like me better when I'm with you I knew from the first time I stayed for a long time Cause I like me better when I like me better when I'm with you